Hello there. So as we're now a few days into 2022, I thought it was now time to just have a look ahead at the most anticipated movies coming out, scheduled I should say, to come out in 2022. So it might be tempting fate here because we know there could be delays and everything like that. You never know what the situation's going to be. In fact, there's already been a delay this year, so (laughs) maybe that's not the best sign, but we'll plug on anyway and talk about some of the films that are scheduled to come out uh, this year, ones that sort of spring out and uh, catch the eye, just sort of doing this in a sort of chronological order of when they're scheduled to come out, so we'll uh, go ahead with uh, this month, January, in fact next week, the new Scream films meant to come out, I'm calling it Scream 5, but it's officially still titled Scream, I don't know why, that's just confusing, but uh, well, there you go. but yeah, Scream's due out next Friday. Scream has always been my favourite horror franchise, and uh, I did really like the first trailer for this. There's a second trailer out that I haven't watched yet, so, um, but, you know, this is definitely something to look forward to. Always been a big fan of the Scream films, even the ones that aren't as well received, like, for example, Scream 3, I still like it. It's not as good as the others, but, you know, still like it. So, yeah, definitely this is one to look forward to. Nice to have something interesting in January to come out, so yeah, there you go. Unless there's a last-minute delay or something like that, which I suppose is possible, but, you know, definitely Scream, one of the ones I'm looking forward to. Uh, coming up the week after that, uh, in the UK, it's uh, Nightmare Alley is due to come out. It's the new Guillaume del Toro film. I believe that's out in the US already. It's already came out there. I don't know a great deal about this, but I did see the trailer for it the other day, and it looks really interesting. It's not a great cast, like of Bradley Cooper and Ernie Willem Dafoe's in this as well. So, yeah, that's definitely what I'm looking forward to. No idea what it's about, but the trailer was really intriguing. So, you know, definitely something I've always liked, uh, Del Toro's film. So, yeah, definitely some another interesting one for January, at least. And I'm hearing really good things about it, so people seem to like it. So, not done particularly well at the box office and things, but people who have seen it do seem to really like it. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, in February, we've got the Uncharted movie. Now, I'm not familiar with these games at all, to be honest. Not really the world's biggest gamer or anything like that, but uh, I actually mainly use my PS4 for watching other stuff on it, like Disney Plus and things like that. But, um... This actually does look like fun. It's enjoyable. You've got Tom Holland raiding the crest of a wave after Spider-Man. This could be one of the, the, the sort of big, first big test he's got outside of Spider-Man to see if he can draw outside of that. Uh, I've got Mark Wahlberg as well. I haven't seen him in anything for ages. I like the trailers for this. It looks like fun. It looks like it could be quite enjoyable. Video game movies have a, a shall we say, textured a uh, pretty checkered past to say the least but this does look like it could be fun so could be worth a look and definitely I quite like the look of it it looks like it might be quite enjoyable so going on to March we've got the really big one 4th of March the Batman this looks outstanding I definitely hope that this release date holds because it comes out the week before my birthday so I'd like to go to see this in IMAX on my birthday if possible but uh, I'm not going to hold my breath or get my hopes up too much at this stage anything but this does look incredible i haven't watched the most recent trailer yet the bat and the cat one i've been kind of sort of i held off watching that because i was kind of thinking maybe it'll show it if i see it when it's on in the cinema or whatever that would be fine i was kind of hoping because i went to see spider-man again yesterday at imax i was kind of hoping the trailer would be on there but it wasn't so well there you go but um yeah everything else all the marketing i've seen from this looks outstanding 
this this looks like it's this without I'm not doing it any things in any order, but I will say this is without doubt my most anticipated film of this year. So there you go. The Batman definitely looks great. Uh, a week later, Turning Red comes out, which is from Pixar, and it's getting a theatrical release as well, which is good because Luca was well, it wasn't as good as the other Pixar films. It was still deserved a theatrical release. I mean, it was good for Disney Plus subscribers. When they put it on there, but it was odd because you know cinemas were opened and they just put it on there without any um, premier access or anything. So you know, good for but great for subscribers, especially if you're not comfortable going out to cinemas or anything like that. But um, but not so good for Pixar as well. They work on this and then they get it kind of dumped onto streaming like that. But this looks like fun. But it looks like it's about a little girl that turns into this red panda. It looks like fun. It might, it might not sell the heights of the best Pixar's, but it'll be at the very least entertaining, I'd imagine. As long as it doesn't plumb the depths of Cars 3, we'll be alright. Uh, so, April's also shaping up a pretty busy month now, and this one reason why is Morbius, which was meant to come out on the 28th of January. I mentioned there's already been a move. It was announced, I think it was yesterday, that that's been moved. Could be a multitude of reasons for that. A lot of people are citing Omicron, obviously. Another one is the that Spider-Man No Way Home still absolutely killing it, and they don't want to walk into that too much. And of course, by that time, Spider-Man will be out on Blu-ray and things like that, and you'll be able to buy it. So there could be another reason as well, because this film was originally meant to come out in twenty twenty, uh, and I think this this is like. This film has had several delays. This must might actually be the most delayed film of the pandemic. Yeah, even more so than the likes of No Time to Die and things like that. But um, the other thing is, this considering this was originally meant to have come out way before Spider Man No Way Home, and it is sort of set in the there are little other there's like you see a picture of one of the Spider Man. I don't know if it's meant to be Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield or whatever in the background, but. There could now be some serious continuity errors with this now that Spider-Man No Way Homes came out, and people, have people uh, so they might be going back to reshoot some things and rethink some things with that. So that could be a reason why. Uh, but there you go. It looks like fun again. I seen the most recent trailer yesterday again when I went to see Spider-Man again. It it looks like fun. I don't I don't know. Jared Leto's not everyone's flavor and everything like that, but you know. I'm doing this, he'll be able to camp it up to high heaven, no doubt, so a lot of people probably shit on that, but it looks like fun. I'm not expecting anything outrageous from this, but yeah, it could be fun. Yeah, you've also got his Sonic the Hedgehog 2. This actually looks really damn good. This was the first Sonic film was way better than it had any right being. Remember that first trailer when the CGI was an absolute monstrosity? They actually listened to the feedback, went and fixed it. It looks so much better, and the film itself was a ton of fun. And this looks like it's going to build on that. This actually does look like it's going to be one of those sequels that actually improves upon the original as well. You've brought in Tails, brought in Knuckles as well, voiced by Idris Elba, which is great. And of course you've got Jim Carrey coming back as Dr. Robotnik. This looks like a lot of fun actually, so I'm actually looking forward to this one. The trailer is really damn good for that one. So. Also in April, we've got Fantastic Beasts, uh, Secrets of Dumbledore or something like that, I think it's called. This actually looks pretty good. Not the biggest fan. I'm, I can sort of take or leave the whole Harry Potter thing. From the Fantastic Beasts films, I thought the first one was okay. I actually liked the second one quite a bit. The critical and fan reaction, and even the box office, wasn't so great for that one. But yeah, I actually liked it better than the first one. And the trailer's pretty solid for this. 
I'm not I'm go, it's one of those again kind of like Morbius don't have high expectations for it but I like the trailer I'll watch it we'll see what happens so there's that now going on into May you've now got Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness this is definitely right up there this is in the top three this is like second or third when it comes to the uh, most anticipated films of the year looks outstanding the trailer's amazing the trailer of course is not not a spoiler or anything like to say this this out the trailer you get to see that if you stay for the end credits that is the end credit scene for spider-man no way home and a few days after that was released they just went and put the trailer on youtube anyway so but the trailer's outstanding looks great you've got things as well you've got elizabeth Olsen coming back as wanda which is all which is a really big deal here uh of course sam raimi's directing it which is exciting in itself bringing sam raimi into the mcu Definitely fantastic. There was some talk as it's going to be the most horror-themed uh, Marvel film, which would make sense with Sam Raimi's horror, horror background, and it looks great, and there's some of the imagery looks like it's standing in the trailer, that big monster with the eye and things. So this is definitely one of the big ones, and there's all sorts of cr- rumours about crazy cameos and things like that. I noticed that the, originally this was meant to come out about three weeks after the Batman, and they actually announced it being pushed back a few weeks to May, after the second trailer dropped, some people think it was to do reshoots. I do wonder if maybe they just seen how well received the second Batman trailer was and thought, you know what, just move it into May and that'll be fine. And and to be fair, May is usually the beginning of May is usually when Marvel brings a lot of stuff out. So there's that. It could be that as much as anything else. It's just usually been a, a good luck spot for them. So there you go. This looks outstanding though. I mentioned this is in the top three, but so is the next one. To be fair, it's between second and third for the the most anticipated thing film here. It's uh, Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, I haven't watched any of the footage of this. I know the prologue's been put on YouTube, but I haven't watched it yet. It's one of those things. I don't really want to see the first scene of the film before I actually see the film. If it, if it happens to play in like a cinema or IMAX or whatever when I go. That's fine, but I'm not going to seek it out. That kind of happened with Tenet as well when I went to see Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. They actually played the first scene of Tenet on IMAX a few year, couple of years back, which was fine, but it's only when you watch the start watching the film, you know you've actually seen the first scene. So that's why I'm kind of waiting. I'd rather actually just see the first scene when I watch the film type thing. But um, also you've got your, your reuniting Sam Neill, Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum don't ever underestimate the power of of uh, nostalgia. This could, film could be huge. You know how huge the first Jurassic World was? Back in 2015, it beat Avengers Age of Ultron quite handily, actually, at the box office that summer. It actually beat it with no problem at all. So, you know, this could actually... And I, I liked Fallen Kingdom. I thought it was really good, the, the, the last one. Uh, but this... We'll probably get a boost as well from bringing the reuniting the old team as well. One of those throwback ones. So, yeah, I think this could be bigger than people are anticipating. This, as if there's not too many restrictions or whatever at that time, this could actually be huge. So definitely one I'm looking forward to, big time. One I'm surprisingly looking forward to now is Lightyear. The, the I heard they were doing the, like this Buzz Lightyear animated film, and I remember thinking, huh, well. Yeah, it's a bit pointless. I mean, what's the point in this kind of thing? It's, uh, you know, this could ruin it a little bit. Then yeah, I've seen the trailer, and the trailer's outstanding. It, it does, it has a great trailer for that. 
a great use of David Bowie's spark, Starman in this, in this way too. So, actually really looking forward to this. I think this is meant to come out in June as well. So, yeah, there's that. On into July, and I uh, believe Black Adam's meant to come out the end of July. So, i just seen all the footage they've done from the DC event. This looks like fun. You've got, there's been a long time in the, com- in, in the making. Uh, there's been rumoured for a long time that uh, Dwayne Johnson would be doing this. So, finally get to see it. Looking forward to it. So, should be fun. And in September, I believe, it's um, you get Mission Impossible 7. And Tom, um, Tom Cruise, of course, starred in all, all of them. Great, though, that Christopher McQuarrie's coming back to direct them because he's directed all the best ones, as far as I'm concerned. The fifth one, Rogue Nation, was great. Fallout, the sixth one, the last one. Took it to new heights. That was the best of the series by far. So it's great that he's now come back. And so they've, they've done some great work. So definitely something to look forward to with that here. In October, you've got Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse 2. And this, this will get a big boost, no doubt, from Spider-Man hysteria from the last. It will still carry on into, into here. This, and of course now the multiverse is a thing in, in live action. This will carry on here and give this film a boost. I wasn't the... I like the original. I think it's a tad overrated. But this will definitely get a boost. I'll definitely watch it. And um, yeah, should be a lot of fun. And this will boost its box office because the film was relatively successful. Nothing major, but you know, it was relatively successful. But this will undoubtedly get a boost from the success of No Way Home. And in November, right, we've got The Flash. Now, I was really excited for this. And I'll still watch it, I'll still see it. This is also has the big sort of comeback, Michael Keaton coming back as Batman. However, some of the rumours that have came from Warner Brothers and about the DCEU do, does sound like they're disrespecting Zack Snyder a little bit and being incredibly petty. This could backfire big time. Now, I'll still see this film. I liked the little clip they showed from DC, the uh, DC uh, fandom thing. But this, and it'll be cool to see Michael Keaton come back, but... Oh, this one's a risk. This could be, uh, they they might be just um, a bit a, a little bit too late trying to do something like this, especially after what Spider Man No Way Home's done. So, yeah, yeah, we'll see anyway. We'll see. And into December, we've got the Aquaman sequels going to come out. I loved the first Aquaman. It was so much better than it had any right being. So yeah, this one I'm definitely excited for. And. Finally, Avatar 2 is meant to come out the week before Christmas, so this has been getting delayed for years on end. This was meant to come out God knows how many years back. I actually really liked the first Avatar. I did rewatch it again a couple of years ago, and it stood up well. I enjoyed it. So some people now like to shit on it and things like that, saying it's now irrelevant. Well, we'll see how it goes. I mean, the one thing is, with all these delays, it's allowed James Cameron to further further technology again. Unfortunately, James Cameron's also became one of these people that shits on the Marvel films, so, well, there you go. Having said that, he also was, I remember a couple of years back, he was banging on about how Terminator Dark Fate was going to be amazing, and it was, he was one of the producers on that, and uh, how'd that one turn out? <laughs> so, we'll see anyway. But, anyway, uh, I'll, I'll be interested to see this. It'll be interesting to see how culturally relevant it still is, because you don't hear people talk as huge as Avatar was, like the biggest, 
the biggest film of all time. I think it actually did retake it back when it got a re-release over Endgame because you don't really hear people talk about it that much. You don't see a ton of merch for it, so it'll be interesting to see what happens when this really comes out, if it still has that momentum or if it was just sort of the, the 3D craze it was at the right time. Well, we shall see. We shall see if it comes out, of course. <laughs> and So... There you go, that's just a look at some of the films for 2022 that I'm most looking forward to that are scheduled to come out. Hopefully most of them do, and and hopefully they come out on time, but you know, there's delays are going to be inevitable now, but well, hopefully not too many, uh, fingers crossed for that then. So there you go, so thanks for so much for that one. Uh, later on this week, I haven't watched this week's Book of Boba Fett yet, but when I do, I'll uh, get a review and spoiler talk up for that. So uh, thanks ever so much for taking the time to listen and goodbye.